Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Ron Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. It's Triple Mania week, baby. That's right. April 30th. We're going to be having a grand old time watching us some Triple A Triple Mania. Uh, this should be wildly exciting, Larson. It should be wildly exciting, and and despite the the the, the what you think would be a substantial lead for our predictions heading into Triple Mania, uh, based on a uh, uh, rebellion, it's still any anybody's in it still at this point because I have no idea. From what's what I understand, there's Mania. 54, 55 points up for. There's grabs ten here. matches. There's ten yeah. matches. Whatever the math, yeah. the math adds. Ten up. plus nine yeah. plus eight plus seven. I think it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. One um, plus two plus three plus four plus five plus six plus seven plus eight plus nine plus ten. Yes. Yeah. Was that your OCD <laughs> to have to complete that? No, I'm just trying, I'm just right trying to fill time. Okay. Um, oh, dude, we have plenty of recaps I to know, do that today. Yeah, I know. Uh, I no, it should be a lot of fun. It should be. Triple A is obviously it's our number one promotion. Triple Mania. Yes. There are the gods have blessed us this year, Larson. Three Triple Manias. They don't bother to like rebrand any of the shows. No, no. It's like it, Vince McMahon wishes he had thought about this. Three WrestleManias through the year. No, through the throughout the year. Three Triple Manias. This is going to be fun. Well, to be fair, there technically are three WrestleManias every year. There's WrestleMania Night One, Night Two, WrestleMania Backlash. That is a solid point. Triple Mania, evidently, you know, once again, uh, 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 paying attention to the genius that is Vince McMahon 
and how he does things. Anyways, um, we got a lot to talk about today, man. We got a rampage we do have to a cover. Lot to talk about. We got yes. questions to cover. We've got SmackDown, Smackdown. to cover. We got rebellion. We got, got a couple rebellion. new stories here. Give me rebellion. Uh, and uh, and yeah, we got a couple of new stories here. So let's just dive into it, man. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so uh, potentially potential exists to get a lot of uh, maybe returns tonight on Raw. So Fightful Select reported over the weekend that WWE has not one but two potentially two huge returns in the works. Fightful states that WWE is planning on Oscar to make a return to Raw mm-hmm. soon, potentially as soon as tonight. Mm-hmm. But of course. As with all things WWE, plans can change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fightful is also reporting there have been discussions within WWE for return of Mustafa, Mustafa Ali uh, to TV with one pitch that would see Ali return to this week's Raw. But then again, WWE, things could change. Things change. Uh, yeah. Mustafa Ali hasn't appeared on WWE TV since October and, of course, in January, publicly asked for his release. Uh, their reports seek out into a, a bit of a shouting match with Vince McMahon regarding his creative. Um, I mean, both would be welcome additions to WWE television. Oscar is great. Mustafa Ali has been one of my favorites since he, he joined the company. Um, you know, assuming they have creative in line for Ali, that is that, that, that fits what he sees his character as or being then heck. Yeah. If they've managed to patch things up, and they have creative that he's into and can get behind, but he always gets into his creative and always does the best he can with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it'd be it's, great to see yeah. him back. Like it'd you be said, great to see Oscar back too. It's been since October with Ali. And uh, you'd think that, you know, hopefully things have settled down a little bit and they're approaching him with something that he's going to enjoy doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to the guy for just saying, you know what? I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to sit at home. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I like that they, you know, kept him as an option open see him as, as somebody who's, who's, who can be uh, valuable. Um, you know, I, I, you would have to think that whatever they're approaching him with, whatever they're going to do would have his seal of approval, given that he's going to, you know, leave home and come yeah. back to, to work. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, dude, I don't, and raw raw has been pretty decent as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, there's any number of things, you know, a feud with Champa, uh, putting him with Edge's group, perhaps. There's any number of places for him there that uh, that could be interesting. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully. Uh, I, I I love the guy. I think he's straight. He seems like just a a super quality human being. He does. He really in does. the first place. A very creative person. One of the best wrestlers they have. Mm-hmm. So, and I'd love to see. I'd love to see him succeed in the WWE system. You know, yeah. I, I would yeah. love to see that because his story from day one. Uh, at the you know the the cruiserweight tournament uh, was just a terrific one, and mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, the I'm looking forward to that. As far as Oscar, you know what can we say, man? She's always been one of our favorites. Absolutely, she just kills it every single time with everything she does. Um, you know, I, my the only hesitation here is, man, if they're gonna have her number number one, if she's gonna show up, I would love a little bit of a refresh on the character, you know. If it's if it's like a visual refresh, uh, uh, you know, I don't need chances are she's probably going to go straight to Becky. That wouldn't surprise me. And I don't want it to be like she goes straight to Becky and then Becky just you know beats her. You know, yeah, like yeah, if yeah. you're going to put her in there, 
have her be scary, Oscar. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what we saw. We watched on the Smash Zone. We watched her versus Mako Satamora. Oh, that was great. Um, from like 2014, 2015, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, give us something. Give us something a little bit new. But I just as long as she's on my TV, I'm happy, man. Yeah, same, same. She's great. Uh. So uh, this comes to us. This was an interesting bit of uh, news also over the weekend. So if you watch SmackDown this last Friday, you may have noticed there's been a bit of a pivot in Zia Lee's character. You know, she debuted on main roster. She was protector. She can, like, conjure up lightning during her entrance. It was great. But anyways, that seems to have moved away from pushing her as a face, maybe some potential heel dirt, uh, turn, but the promo mm-hmm. this past Friday on SmackDown, and according to WrestlingNews.co, we could be seeing more heel and or face turns in the near future as they're reporting that quote fans should expect more turns for several stars in the coming weeks as Vince McMahon feels that some of the talent is being miscast right now. All right. Well, let's, I got the roster in front of me, man. All right. Let's, let's see who's miscast ricochet. Should he be heel? No, he's got a baby face moveset. He's a face. He should be a heel. I've been saying that for ages on ricochet. Make him an arrogant. Make him what we saw at PWG against uh, uh, Leo mm. Rush, man. I think that could be a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Who else is on this squad? Uh, Adam Pierce. <laughs> he just this is alphabetical. He just kind of he just kind of is Adam Pierce. Akira He's- Tozawa is like actually in a really good spot right now because he is hilarious and uh, he needs to wrestle more. He does need to wrestle more, but not really as good. not as a bad guy. Alexa Next. Bliss. What is she even? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> Did you hear that? My Alexa went off. I didn't hear it, so. Got to be careful with that. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Apollo Crews. I mean, he when he's on TV, he does good work. I think he's perfect the way he is. Put him on TV more. Uh, let's see here. How about this? Bobby Lashley already went through a change. Yeah. These little NXT people here. What the heck? Chad Gable. No, he's perfect. Yeah, he's fine. Cedric Alexander. He just needs to be on TV more. He needs to. He needs to stop being in whatever that hurt business is he's in because it's not the hurt business. I know. I know. Stop being in that. I know. Let's see here. Damian Priest. He just got to change. Yeah, he he just turned heel. I mean, who else? I'm just going down this roster, man. Everybody seems to be in a good spot right now. Oh, pff, easy. Finn Balor, turn him heel. Yeah. Turn him yeah, they heel. Should that. They should have done that yesterday. Yesterday. Absolutely. That's a big one right there. Uh, let's see here. What about uh, Jinder Mahal? What is Jinder, anyys He's a good guy. He's a, heel. He's he's a, a bad heel. guy, huh? Yeah. He and Shanky. I just really like Jinder. That's why he's a face to me. Anything mm-hmm. he does, I'm happy with. He mm-hmm. should have won that Intercontinental Championship the other day. Wow. Yeah, man. Hot take. <laughs> Mansoor. Well, I mean, I guess apparently he's joining up with uh, with the L.A. Knight. <gasps> that's right. He's going to be a bad guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll do one more. Rey right. Mysterio. Yeah. Heel. Bad guy? Yeah, I'm turn on Dom. He's already a bad dad. Yeah, that'd be like the last little step there. I say Dom, turn Dom heel on his dad. All right. That works too. You know, there's gotta be some heel turn there. Yeah. It's gotta be a heel turn there. Anyways, what else, man? What else we got? All right. Oh, we got, we got impact rebellion. I finally, I, I wore my shirt today. Just for did. that. Wore my shirt. 
it's a good show. I mean, like like Impact always does, they put on consistently pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all the matches are, are are really entertaining. Tell some fun stories. You know, they're not they're not reinventing the pro wrestling wheel, but they do good stuff on a very consistent basis. So I'm telling you, man, Tony Khan needs to hire Scott Demore away from Impact. That's what he needs to do. Have him at least help out or something. Because he's so good. Like it, it's he what he with what he has to work with, he does a really good job. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um we got a new impact world champion. Josh Alexander. We sort of expected this given that oh, Moose yeah. speared Josh Alexander's wife. Generally speaking, if it's a heel move that big, you can pretty much guarantee the other guy's gonna come out on top. You can't spear yep. a dude's wife. It's not only like that. Moose went to his house. Yeah, he went to his casa. I think spearing the wife is a bigger thing. Oh, it is. Showing up, yeah. I think individually, either of those is a tell that the heel is going to lose. When you do both of them, yeah. Oh, face yeah. is going over. Yeah, right. Yeah, left out totally. Uh, so yeah, new one of those. We also had a new X division champion with yeah. Ace Austin. So the and thing a is, tremendous bout match of the night. He was oh, yeah. trying to get Speedball Mike Bailey to team with him against Trey Miguel. Mike Bailey in the go home said no, and he kicked him in the head. So then the tables were turned. Ace Austin's like, I'm a man alone. I got this nut nut job over here in, in Mike Bailey, who kicked me in the head. I got Trey Miguel, a terrific talent. That finish was spectacular. That whole match was – they were just coming up with creative spot after creative spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a ton mm-hmm. of fun. It was. Uh, we got a new uh, Reina Duranis champion, Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. Defeated Deanna Parrazzo. Yeah. In a really fun match. Um. Like I said, every match was just really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They got some decent stories going on there. Um, More importantly, we had the debut of a new character, uh, uh, shoot baby walking weapon. So at AAA, I don't know a year ago, whatever it was, we had the debut of Mrs. Junior's shoot baby, little little lucha baby that he brought out to the ring. Josh mm-hmm. Alexander puts his walking weapon outfit. Number one, I love that Josh Alexander's outfit literally was the same color scheme as the title. Like with it, like even the same shades of color. So he yeah. puts that title on at the end. It's like, oh yeah, that, okay, that makes total fits. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, he brought his kid to the ring, which was adorable. Again, another, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to do that unless you're going to win the title. Because that'd just be weird. Yeah. He should have done some twin magic with that baby. <laughs> should have tried that. Huh? <laughs> Moose would be like, oh, my God. Roll out of the ring. Run, roll under the ring. <laughs> little baby comes in the ring. Moose little, is like. <laughs> little lethal, a little little walking like, weapon. Josh, rolls back in the ring. And you gets look up. like you got smaller. And Moose is like, what? <laughs> yeah, Moose spears the kid. Oh my god, Moose, what have you done? Anyways, uh kicked up. No, I don't know. More surprisingly had kind of a shitty night. Like they their, did. their leader, Ed Edwards, beat Chris Bay in the pre-show. <laughs> but here's the thing, it's like, yeah, he's the leader of Honor No More, but he's I know he was in Ring of Honor, but that was years ago. Oh yeah, you know? he's not even really legitimately like, Honor No More. He's like impact. He's yeah. he's impact through and through at this point. Yeah. So I mean like it's See, I wonder if 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 uh, Honor No More say for Ed Edwards, have you even signed long term deals with Impact? So maybe they're just there in a program, just doing stuff, having this kind of feud with Bullet Club, 
And then uh, I thought, man, I swear, I thought I read that like, isn't aren't they like trying to like re-sign Maria Canellis or something? I, I I I thought they did, but who knows what their like actual deals are like? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, maybe this is a situation too, where there were uh, again everybody save for Ed Edwards once. Ring of Honor went on hiatus. Like, okay, we'll go to Impact and then wait to see how things develop. Hmm. You know, I don't know. This is speculation. Yeah. You know, because at first they came in with the splash, but ever since then they've kind of just been kind of spinning wheels. You know, this seems like now they're using the story to push Ed Edwards as a heel as opposed to Honor No More as like this real legit threat to Impact Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's sort of fallen flat. Uh, so yeah, this was just uh, it was just to. It's weird. Uh, this was uh, yesterday. It looks like so. Fightful Select uh, had reported that uh, over the weekend. Uh, it looks like her. So according to this, so it, so this is from Cultaholic actually. Canellis recently revealed that her Impact deal would expire. Following Impact shows in Poughkeepsie, New York over the weekend, Fightful Select okay. reported that Impact offered Maria a short-term extension, but there is no word on if she accepted it. Because um, she's got her own uh, thing that she's starting up too. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Canales has also revealed in recent weeks that AEW President Tony Khan has reached out to her about being part of the new Ring of Honor. So if she goes, you know, you would think that Bennett would go as well. Um, and I don't know, man, I think those guys, you know, they were in ring of honor for, you know, that last long stretch of time. Uh, obviously Taven's been there forever. Bennett has a lot mm-hmm. of history there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm Tony Khan, yeah, maybe mixing some AEW people, but at least bring those, those people back, you know? Yeah. It'd probably be wise to bring back some ring of honor holdovers. Mm, sure. You know, just so people who are longtime ring of honor fans will have a sense of familiarity with some of the names there as opposed to turned over the roster completely and having a whole you know new group of people i do kind of feel like pco fits better in a and i'm sorry in impact though yeah you yeah. know like it's it's they they know what to do with that kind of stuff and impact yeah they have like impact is great in that you have a very wide variety of wrestling genres that all sort of fit together oddly in mm-hmm. a way that feels cohesive and not disjointed and i've always appreciated that about impact yeah 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 Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. So, uh, yeah, the, the pre-show kicked off with Ed Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Taking on Chris Bay. It was a really fun match. Uh, however, Ed Edwards is the leader of a faction. Honor no more. <laughs> He's getting the push for this whole thing. He gets the win. He is a Tiger driver that gets him a two-count falls with. I think they said this was called the down hard driver, whatever his finisher's called. He get the win. <laughs> driver I think that's what they said that's good man maybe next time finesse club uh after that we chris had bay the... is great though man oh he's so good dude are you kidding me chris bay he's great he's so great after that we had uh the influence defending their women's tag titles their knockouts tag titles against the inspiration uh formerly known as the iconics uh i was kind of surprised that the thing that cracked me up about this was in the kickoff show and so like i don't know a couple minutes into the match they showed a countdown like right there on the match uh, of like uh, you know seven minutes left until the show oh, starts. The card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like okay, so that's how much longer this match has. Okay, cool. I know. Yeah, um, I know. I know. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Kind of surprising given that they had set up a lot of stuff. Um, they set up you know Caleb with the K was fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Giselle Shaw had confronted Madison Rain two weeks prior, and none of that played out. It was just it was. I mean, granted, it was it was a heel win. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it was still a pretty, you know, a normally booked, not an overbooked win for the influencer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was I was, I was thinking the influencer would win, but Caleb would get involved. Didn't. Nope. Um, decent, it was a good match, though. It was a good match. Yeah, no, it, and, was, um, it was a good match. And I was kind of skeptical that they were going to have a title change just on the kickoff show, too. Man, for Impact, I'm never skeptical of anything. Like, they, they, they do shit. All the time, they they did that before when uh yeah, it, I was, know. it was uh, Havoc and uh, what was it, like Havoc and Rosemary or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just did that. Like I don't know. A yeah, I know. I was ago. was going to happen then too. <laughs> After that, oh, we, we had win. kicking off the the main card. We had uh, Jay White versus Steve Macklin. So please, Larson, for the crowd, will you describe what Steve Macklin was wearing? So he had he had the Punisher logo on his face. It was Punisher logo face paint. Um, and then he had like an, it seemed like an oversized, like a garbage I didn't know what bag, t- like a garbage yeah, bag. Yeah. I was going to say it looked like garbage bag, like oversized hefty, jacket looked like made of hefty garbage bag material. Yeah, yes. Like if you're going to do the leaves in the, in the, in the autumn. And what is, what does it say on it? Front, front forward, something front area, something like that. I don't remember what it said, but know. he had it like, but you know, zipped or buttoned up all the way to his, his chin, basically. Um, I wasn't expecting that, expecting that particular it's like a Missy Elliott video. That one video where she had like the, yeah, the the yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Those were inf- they they had those inflated though. He should have did the same thing. That would have been great. <laughs> then I would have understood the reference. Oh, he's <laughs> Punisher version of Missy Elliott. There we go. <laughs> That's great. Oh man. So, anyways, then of course Chris Saban. Where is he from again, dude? Right there, the crease between got, the thumb and I the forefinger. Green marker all so over. Yeah, he's right, right there. The 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 thumb joint right there. Right. Uh, th- look, this was a really fun match, though. Uh, this was good stuff. The finish went down almost as as we had sort of predicted. Instead of a Blade Runner uh, taking out Saban, 
It was uh, Saban hitting his finish on Jay White. Yeah, that's and right. And then Macklin coming in and rolling up Saban. And, yeah, exactly, yeah. So we knew Saban was neat that pin. Yeah, with the backwoods there, with the crucifix backwoods. Yeah. Uh, After <laughs> Perseo, that was pretty great, though, because uh, uh, Macklin, he has that move where he puts someone in the tree of woe and spears him. Mm-hmm. So he does it first to Jay White. And he looks to do it to Chris Saban. Chris Saban just does like a sit-up, and Macklin goes flying out of the ring. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, after that, we had a, a backstage Scott Demore telling Josh Alexander. He says, uh, Moose knows you're not better than – he's not better than you, so he's trying to get in your head. He says, but if you let the anger get in the way, you won't get the job done. And uh, he says, you're the best wrestler in the world. Go beat Moose and take what's his. And then Josh yeah. was like – I'll do that later on in the show. Sure thing, Scott Demore. And after that, we got Deanna Prazzo versus Taya Valkyrie. Um, I was a bit, I was a little bit surprised. I was on the verge of picking Taya when we were finalizing our picks. But I was like, eh, you know, I figured if they were a title change, it'd be at a Triple A show. Well, that's I know pre- that's why you put so many confidence points. I on. actually did. See, here's, that's why I don't feel so bad about it. Is number one, I've got somebody who I can I can drown my misery in with or whatever that's the enforcer that's why i lose again i don't really care um but uh yeah actually you know i did a little bit of research i like to be competitive uh and, and this is the first time they, they'd never changed a reign of Uranus title on a non-triple-a show mm-hmm. never yeah and it's uh however long it's been around history yeah a long time quite a while quite a while but then it happened it happened so it that's, did happen. yeah, it's first time now yeah it did. First time it's happened. And then they have that match at Triple Mania next weekend, next weekend or this weekend, I guess, the tag match. And I was like, okay, this seems like they're continuing this feud. Maybe Deanna wins. Anyways, it didn't happen. Finish saw uh, Deanna looking for the gotch pile driver. Taya blocks that, hits a couple strikes, hits her finish, road to Valhalla to get the win. Really fun match, though. Yeah, terrific stuff. Really terrific stuff. After that, we had a Tasha Steele's interview. What was the what was the inspiration behind her get up? Did you? It was like. Who? Uh, Tasha? Yeah. They said it uh, before a match. It was it looks familiar. Scar from Lion King. Oh, okay, that's cool. I think that's what they I said. Know if it was a wrestler inspired thing. Uh, so Scar. Tasha uh, says uh, she's like, yeah, you know, welcome back, Taya. She says Rosemary should be asked how she's gonna feel taking an L to her. Uh, Rosemary's been chasing Flava since 2020. She says I know how bad she wants a taste of it. She said, but I'm gonna stand over her still knockouts champion and then we had i yeah i'm pretty sure i'd consider this match of the night here ace austin mike oh, bailey so and trey miguel god damn dude you know i whenever we say just go watch the damn thing let's go watch it it was so creative them just doing silly stuff over and over again it was awesome it was awesome, awesome it was awesome I, I still don't know how trey miguel there's two things he did that that blow my mind that sliding he slid on his knees dove out of the ring and hit a cutter yeah yeah. And then before that, somehow he was outside the ring. And then, and then the flash, he was back inside the ring. And I don't know how he got in there. Yeah. Because it seemed instantaneous, like he teleported. Yeah, he's superhuman, dude. He's so fast, so quick, so smooth that he does stuff. And you're like, how did how did, how did he string that stuff together? Yeah. Mind-blowing. And then Mike Bailey does all sorts of crazy stuff. And Ace Austin's crazy athletic. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a phenomenal bout. Really creative, as you mentioned. Um we could go on and on about the moves, but it won't do it justice. Let's go watch it. Yeah, it was great stuff. Uh, let's see here. After that, we had an... Oh, honor- Ace Austin got the win after hitting his finish on uh, Trey McGill. Correct. Uh, we had an Honor No More promo 
And uh, I don't even know who's talking here. Did I even see this? I didn't see this. What happened? First here? it was... Oh, man, I should have wrote down who was talking. No, nah, it's all good. It doesn't matter. Second was Taven. Yeah. Third was Bennett, and then Vinny mentioned was something. Kenny King third. first? No, it was Ed Edwards first. Ed oh, Edwards that makes first. sense. So since day one, since they set foot in Impact, no one's going to tell us what we could do um, at Rebellion. We're the Rebels. They don't want here. Um, here. And Taven said tonight they're going to put crown on, on this kingdom. The Bennett says he and Taven won tag gold all over the world. They're gonna, tonight they're going to win Impact gold. They're going to walk up to Bullet Club and tell them it's just too sweet. Yeah, they didn't do that. No, they didn't do that. So that next we had this promo for, uh, I assume this is a character. A new wrestler, EGV. So EGV. it was very, very cinematic. Had a cool little song playing. Uh, there is the letters EGV that would flash up every now and again. That was basically like the the font and design of Pulp Fiction logo. And it just showed some kind of random imagery, and then some also some uh, some shots of various Impact wrestlers. Okay. And then after when they came back from it. Uh, Tom Hannafin was like, okay, we don't know who this is, but obviously they have a hit list. I think it was the, the, the verbiage he used. And there's like a bunch of zero one one zero zero. Yeah, yeah, like Josh Alexander's in this thing. Yeah. EGV. Ethan Garter the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who is this guy? Hold on a second. Because is this a picture of him? That's terrifying, whatever it is. Oh, it'd be crazy if it was, if it was uh, Wyndham. Oh, Coming my the impact. God, that'd be nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Boy, that'd be crazy. He, he might like that shooting schedule. Where they shoot every once every two months. I know. Um, yeah, sure I could, see, I could the... see Wyndham being a fan of the Pulp Fiction, dude. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing, it was very cinematic. It is, yeah. It is really cool looking. It's got... Whoa, 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 whoa. What is that? It has a very, um, you know, it's got like sort of like an old 70s movie trailer coming soon yeah. type feel to yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. It even has the the MPAA, the old MPAA. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I think at the beginning. Oh, oh. Okay, so. You doing a frame by frame analysis? No, no, no. Somebody on Twitter said. And I don't know if this is true or not. It's just some rando on Twitter. But I'll give him a shout out. Cody Corey Weir says the binary code translates to S A M I. Oh, okay. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Thank you, random Twitter guy. Thank you. We'll Thank find you. out uh, if, if Corey Weir knows what he's talking about. Exactly, exactly. Next, we had Jonah versus Tomohiro Ishii. They beat the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This was physical. This is pretty much how you figured it'd be, you know, yeah. just two big, giant dudes beating the crap out of each other. Uh, Ishii picked up a clean win here with a brain buster. Uh, yeah. A little bit surprising how they've been building up Jonah. I mean, are they just are the, she's apparently going to be sticking around for a little while for at least yeah, one he's set around of for tapings. The, the, the tapings. Yeah. Is he going to be like Josh Alexander's first title defense guy before he sends him on his way? Kind of seems that way. I mean, that's that's the only thing that makes sense about this. I know. Yeah. Oh, chat's been saying apparently it's Sammy as well. Sorry, I was looking at the actual. I was looking at my phone instead of chat. Yeah, I was listening to Steve, not reading chat. Sorry. 
<laughs> Steve had me like on the edge of my seat with this, yeah, right? uh, with yeah. this analysis of this trailer. Yeah, y'all need to keep it down in chat. Team. We're trying to figure out who this is. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're yelling at us that uh, Daniel Bryan was coming back. That was the funniest. <laughs> that was funny. That was hilarious. For like 10 minutes, they're yelling at us that that would be announced that Daniel Bryan's coming back. We finally yeah. get around to looking. Look, man, we're uh, trying to do stuff here. We're trying to do a podcast here. We're trying to do a podcast. Talk about impact, not wrestling news right now. Um, so, yeah, Ishii hits a couple of headbutts, brain buster, really physical bout, a lot of fun. Uh, next, we have the eight-team tag team elimination challenge. Uh, first two teams were the major players, mm-hmm. Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, taking on Jordan Grace, W. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. Yeah, uh, major players. Uh, more or less cheated to win. Um, so Chelsea, so sorry, Morrissey, they didn't really cheat, but it was heel tactic. So Morrissey's chasing uh, Brian Myers' ringside, so Chelsea Green steps in front of Morrissey to distract him. Meanwhile, in the ring, Matt Cardona rolls up Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. They're eliminated. However, Morrissey hits double choke slams on the major players. They tumble to the floor. Jordan Grace takes him out with a suicide dive. Then Chelsea blasts her from behind. Morrissey's about to powerbomb Myers to the table. Cardona breaks that up. Morrissey is about to choke slam him through the table. Chelsea low blows Morrissey, but Morrissey uh, tosses Cardona the barricade. He's got a cup on. He pulls mm-hmm. it out of his pants. Mm-hmm. And then he power bombs Chelsea Green through the table. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that brings out the Devil Digs, the major players versus the Good Brothers. Uh, good Brothers. Uh, pretty quickly, I think, hit the, the yeah. magic killer on Cardona because Matt's all broken up about Chelsea Green getting murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the major players get eliminated. Good brothers, they go on a bit of run here. Next up is Johnny Swinger and and, and our good friend Ozicky Dice, uh, a fairly new tag team uh, who've already had an encounter with the Good Brothers, and uh, this really is no different. They get hit. Uh, Zicky gets hit with a magic killer, so they get eliminated. Uh-huh. Next up, Rich Swan and Willie Mack against Good Brothers. Yeah. So this was a more competitive. Bout, mm-hmm, yeah. They actually gave this this one quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, the finish saw Willie Mack go to the top rope, and so Carl Anderson distracts the ref. This allows Gallows to push Willie Mack off the top, um, and then he choke slams. Gallows does choke slams. Rich Swan on the apron. Good Brothers hit Magic Killer on Willie Mack. Swan and Mack are eliminated. Next, we get Good Brothers versus Honor No More. So uh, everybody on Honor No More except for Bennett and Taven come down the ramp. So Bennett and Taven attack Good Brothers from behind. Uh, they take out Gallows on the floor. And Carl uh, Anderson tries to suplex Matt Taven from the apron back in the ring. However, mid-suplex, Taven counters with the crossbody. And Maria holds down Anderson's feet so he can't kick out. Good Brothers eliminated. Taven hits a dive on a bunch of people. And, but then the Good Brothers hit him with a magic killer. Next, Heath and Rhino. They eliminate Honor No More pretty quickly because Taven just took that magic killer on the floor. He gets gored by Rhino. Mm-hmm. Heath and Rhino advance to take on the final team, Violent by Design. Yeah, yeah. And they win, Violent by Design. Wins. And they win, yeah. Eric Young hits Heath with a pile driver to get that win. So after all that, still, tag team. To, tag that's team. like the least impact thing. You have eight tag teams, and and, and they love their title changes and pay-per-views. Nope. Yeah. Eric Young nope. says, no, we're going to hold on to these for a while. Yep. Uh, then after that, we got a uh, Rosemary versus Tasha Steeles for the Knockouts Championship. Uh, early on, uh, Havoc gets tossed from ringside because Tasha Steeles gets sent out of the ring. She backs up into her, slaps her, and then uh, Havoc grabs her by the throat. The ref sees that and says, no, you're out of here. But because of that, it allowed Savannah Evans 
to get involved quite a bit. Yeah. At one point, she hits a huge boot on Rosemary. Steals follows with the, the crucifix bomb. Rosemary kicks out of that later on. Steals misses a frog splash. Evans gets on the apron. Rosemary misses her mm-hmm. and then spears Tasha. Tasha kicks out. In the end, though, uh, Steals hits this awesome looking springboard cutter. Follows with the Falcon Arrow to get the win. Yep. Yep. Good good match. That was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, another terrific match. This is probably actually a match of the night. The X Division terms- was a lot of fun, but this was a flipping great story it was great you know the story they were telling especially on where like josh alexander going back to the bit with scott tomorrow backstage you got to keep your emotions in check enough so you don't get yourself dq there's mm-hmm. this constant push and pull with josh alexander mm-hmm. like early on he's literally about to do stuff and puts the brakes on yeah says i gotta calm down that lasts until moose gets in his wife's face mm-hmm. and then he kind of loses his stuff for a while because of that it allows moose to get the advantage mm-hmm. yeah yeah. stretch but yeah yeah there's constant this battle seemingly within josh alexander where he just you know like wants to 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 beat the hell out of moose but not the expense of winning the title mm-hmm. yeah there is a bunch of uh kickouts of finishers here there is a, a low blow while the ref was distracted with the turnbuckle pad moose uh just front kicks uh yeah. josh alexander in his the front square, area square yeah. in the front area yeah hits him with a spear but josh kicks out of that uh, and then, uh, yeah, Moose rips off the top turnbuckle cover. Moose buckle bombs Alexander into it, then goes for a spear. They kept on referencing uh, Josh's uh, messed up neck. Yeah. Goes for a spear. Alexander counters with a knee and then hits a C4 spike to get the win. Really that uh, that counter that Alexander did of Moose's spear into the Styles Clash. That was, was cool. sick. That, that was, was really cool. cool. Yeah, that was really neat. I love I loved whenever anybody's going to take the Styles Clash. Moose had his head off. Way back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. man. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Talk about AEW Rampage because uh, that went down Friday night. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, typical Rampage. Uh, some good wrestling. Uh, we actually did. There was a pretty big story beat. Hook talked. And like we've been saying, if you want to if you want to get on Hook's nerves, you bust up some chips. That's exactly what happened. Chips yeah. are his motivating factor. He lives for chips. Loves those chips. Just like me. Yeah. I yeah. love chips. What would drive you the most crazy for you to back a guy against a wall and say, you want my attention? You got it. Like what bag of chips would put you over oh, the edge? It's, it's, it's probably salt and pepper kettle chips. What bag of chips wouldn't you care about? I'll probably anything with cheese on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're not a, like a Cheetos guy, huh? No, not really. Not really. What about a, like nacho cheesiest Doritos? I mean, I'm all right with the nacho cheese Doritos. They're not my favorite. You like the blue bag? They're all right. Yeah, cool ranch, man. Doritos aren't my favorite chips. For me, it'd be Fritos. I think yeah, I'm Fritos just, would probably be second. It's always been like my thing, but I think recently I just realized, man, Fritos are where it's at. It'd be it'd be salt and pepper, kettle chips, Fritos, or maybe just original Pringles. Oh, those are so good, especially if you get some like French onion dip. Yeah, we got a soft spot for just original Pringles. They're oh, so good. man, dude. I could just sit there with that French onion dip all day long. It's good. It's good I stuff. I could uh, French onion dip with a spoon. <laughs> there you go. Why use a spoon? You got hands. Dig your paws in there. Uh, show kicked off with Adam Cole, Bebe, taking on Tomohiro Ishii. Fun match. About what do you expect? Uh, Ishii uh, hits Cole with a clothesline down by the finish. Jay White runs down the ringside, so... Uh, Rocky Romero and Orange Cassidy join 
Ishii ringside because they're all members of Chaos. Mm-hmm, yeah. Jay White runs down, throws Rocky into the ring steps. This distracts the ref. Cole hits Ishii with a low blow, follows the boom to get the win. So Adam Cole's yep. in the Owen tournament. Yeah, he's going to win that thing too. It's going to be him and Britt, right? Who else is in this? Do we even know? What are the brackets like? Uh, you know I would not be surprised if Tony Storm won the women's. Tournament. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Tony Khan really likes Britt Baker. Oh, I know. <laughs> he really likes Britt Baker. Um, yeah, man. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's going to be Cole and Britt, man. Who? Okay, so if it's going to be Tony on the other side, who's like the Tony Storm of the men's side of things? Well, I mean, I, I, in, in a sense, it might make sense to have a heel win one tournament, face win the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if there has to be a Tony Storm on the other bracket to potentially get the win. I don't even know what the, they even released the brackets. I don't know what the brackets look like. No, I know they're just in this tournament. They're just Tony's, just like yeah, whatever. Well, they're still doing qualifiers now. So people. Oh, that's a, well, that's what this was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was because of qualifier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, earlier in the day, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society arrived at the building. They're met by security, and they're like, "Yeah, Garcia, you can go, and everybody else out." And Jericho tries to do the, "Hey, you don't you know who I am?" Blah blah blah. Let me buy. Security says, nope, you're out. And so Garcia says, hey, I've beat Eddie Kingston twice. I'll do it again tonight. We're good. And so he walks in and the JAS leaves. Yep. Uh, after that, we had what was going to be a hook interview. But uh, they come around the corner and uh, <laughs> Dan Housen has like several like giant family-sized bags of, oh, uh, their of lace. chips are strewn all and over And they're the just everywhere. He's like, ah, oh, yes. This is what happens to your precious chips. It takes your power away. <laughs> and then Hook pushes him against the wall and says, "You wanted your, att- you wanted my attention." And then you hear the crowd audibly gasp because he talked, he which was right pretty now. hilarious. Uh, he says, "You got it," and then uh, he walks away. So that match is going to happen at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe it'll happen at a double or nothing. That'd be pretty cool. After that, Lance Archer murdered a man. That man was Serpentico. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Holy shit. That suplex where you threw him across the ring? Yeah, that was pretty Woo! impressive, man. Lance Woo! Archer. Lance Archer's a beast, man. I know. He's fantastic. Give him give him the damn TNT title. Enough of this Sammy Cavora stuff. Sammy Cavora. I know. Lance, Lance should have won to begin with. I know. The first TNT champ. I know. Beat Cody, win the title first. Whoa, wait. Oh, that's right. I'm in against Cody. Never yeah. Really. No, no good. No, you agree with me. No good. Move on. Uh, Archer hits a blackout for the win and then just hits a couple choke slams on Serpentico, kind of doing his own little choke slam symphony thing. He's about to go for a third. Says, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I really like this. It's a small little bit of rampage here, but uh, they did a little video package for Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, you could actually do something with Tony Nese. We've always liked him, but he's yeah. always come across as a guy who promoters are like, oh, this guy looks great. He's a good hand in the ring. Yeah, we just use him to to you know uh, have other people win. He might have a shot at going somewhere, man. My favorite part of this whole thing is when Mark Sterling said Tony Nese undefeated since he's joined me. <laughs> he just kind of slipped that in there. I know. Yeah, Mark Sterling's really good, dude. Um, so yeah, I like this. I like this. Uh, this signing here for Mark Sterling. This, this is good. Uh, after that, we had Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston. Man, this is tons of fun. Uh, Eddie Kingston's like one of my favorites. Speaking about guys, it's beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. It's just them chopping each other and, and Garcia going after Eddie's ribs. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Eddie gets the win here. Saito suplex and that spinning back fist of his 
for the win. Eddie takes his belt off. He's about to hit it with him. Instead, he says, I'm saving this whooping for Jericho. This was a message. Send it to your boss. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, Then we get a Swerve and Keith Lee interview. So Keith Lee says, Taz, you know, hey, someone I looked up to, but he's tarnished this battle now that he's gotten involved. And now in his team, I want to annihilate them all. And Swerve says, oh, Lee, you're a bit perturbed right now. Oh, the whole time while Lee is, or it's like Taz yeah. is saying, oh, Taz, someone I looked up to. You hear Swerve just kind of murmuring, I never looked up to him. <laughs> I never looked up to him. No, nope. nope. didn't affect me. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, they got good chemistry. It was pretty fun. They do. So Swerve says, uh, Lee is perturbed right now. It's one of those, I think Swerve says, one of those, those, those huge words you taught me or something like that. And he says, last week in New Orleans, Stark and Hobbs, you may have won, but uh, we're going to have to pay you back in blood. Said so you guys may have won the battle, but we're going to win the war. And they cut the commentary, and then Ricky Starks cut a promo in response. Says he and Hobbs have a check uh, with Lee and Swerve's names written on it, and they plan to cash out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a Jamie Hader uh, with Britt Baker and Tony Storm interview. Uh, Britt says, "You know, one of them's going to win." Uh, she says, "What is it?" Says one of them will win the oh, Owen tournament. And they're on Tony uh, Tony uh, Shivani's right side because right, on the yeah. right side of Tony yeah. was Britt and Jamie. On Tony's left side was Tony Storm. Yeah. So Tony tells her to shut up. She says, "Apart from being champ, what else have you done? Have you ever left Pittsburgh? Do you know who who I am or what I've done?" It's apparently not. Jamie Hader. I'll see you in the first round. She says, "Britt, maybe I'll see you if you make it that far." And then she walks off, and Britt says, "Why did she just walk away?" <laughs> and Jamie says, "Yeah, she does that all the time. It's annoying. That's just what she does. Yeah, yeah that's good." <laughs> Uh, then we got a really cool video package for uh, Dax versus Ooh. Cash on Dynamite. M O T Y candidate Larson. They are going to burn. You got burn. that right. This is going to be a stellar match. I can't wait for this shit. Who you got, man? Kind of feel like it's going to be Dax. I got Cash. All right. But you're up on me like 15 points in the prediction, so whatever. Uh, after that, we had Jade Cargill and Marina Shafir in an interview. Of course, they had their match up next, the main event match with Mark Henry. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jade just kind of laughs off Marina instantly. And Mark says, you know, I was concerned about Marina at first. He says, I've got a black belt, too. I bought it off Amazon. And he says, Jade, she's the hardest working wrestler in the business. She takes everything seriously. He says, I want to talk about the celebration. The plans are in place. And Marina interrupts and says, problems don't care about your plans. And Jade says, you know what? Actually, I'm the problem in this division. And you're going to have to figure me out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and that actually was the truth because uh, Jade. This is look. This is a really good match. This is. A, mm-hmm. I, I was. I was really happy. Seemed obviously put a lot of work into it. You know, yeah. obviously Jade. Jade matches are much better. I mean, this is sort of common sense when she has a veteran in there with her. Um, but uh, but I thought that they were able to blend their styles pretty decently for this match. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. Yeah. So uh, towards the finish here, uh, Marina Shafir is able to get a, a heel hook on Jade, but Jade, you know, she's got those, those super long legs, just boots her way out of it, and then gets her up for a jaded for the win. But yeah, this was good stuff, man. It was. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, then they had balloons and and uh, fake money falling from the sky. Mm. Jade, she's thirty and now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's 30 now. That's right. Uh, we also had a SmackDown on Friday night. Uh, you know, compared to recent episodes of SmackDown, I thought this had a little bit more pep in its step. 
even <laughs> though we did have some of the redundancies that we've talked about before. We had Woods versus Butch again. We had more of the Drew versus Sammy. But the episode itself seemed to it a little seemed a little bit snappier. Seemed just to have a little bit more pep and stuff. Well, I thought they 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 focused on in ring stuff more though, but more so than they have in prior weeks. Yeah, like a lot of matches were super short in prior weeks, but. Yeah, we got Woods versus Pete Dunn again. Much longer match, even though the finish was the same. Um, Riddle versus uh, Jay Uso was a lot of fun. Um, the, the, even before the the kind of wonk finish of the main event, Drew versus Sammy, that was a fun match. But here's the thing too with that is, I I understand your point about the redundancy with the Sammy stuff. It does play into the master strategist stuff. How even in the face of obstacles where it shouldn't allow him to escape matches, he finds a way to do it. And they're they, they're the thing that I like about it is that they had to because I think they taped this back to back with uh, next yeah, week's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like okay, we have to book out two weeks. So it, it seems less likely that they would book redundancies like twice in a week if they have it just in front of them. They have to do it because you get the live crowd. Um. So yeah, the 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 Sammy stuff. Is has built now to a steel cage match, mm-hmm. so it's like okay, at least they're taking it to a logical endpoint. Next level, yes, a steel cage match. Um, the Woods versus Butch match, like you said, it was long, and Woods seems to he seemed to really want to get the most out of Butch wrestling because mm-hmm. Pete Dunn is a world class wrestler. Oh yeah, that, and yeah. we got everything. And again, I'll say this again, man. The character of Butch, given what he is, and Pete Dunn is killing the character. He's doing a great job with what he's being given. His intensity is the character, you know, the the mm-hmm. the the the, the, um, the X factor, the the loose cannon guy, the wild card, the wild card, and that plays out in the ring. And I like that added dimension in the wrestling that I see in the ring because it takes his style and it kicks it up in intensity a couple notches. I like that. Now the whole oh they lost Butch thing. It's a silly gimmick, but watching Pete Dunn do it, it's actually pretty funny, and he's doing a good job. Now, I just hope they're able to give him a couple more layers to his character as time goes on. Um, but I'm glad they gave him. I Dude, I honestly thought we're, we're done seeing Pete Dunn matches. They gave this a ton of time, and they're letting the dude wrestle, and the crowd's into it, you know? Sometimes, sometimes it takes, like, the crowd understanding they gave this guy who's a really good wrestler kind of a crappy gimmick. Let's let's rally behind him. You know, the crowd was really into him. You know, and it, I mean, like the 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 end game of this particular story, at least short term, seems to be Butch getting so upset with Sheamus and Ridge that he leaves. Him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And maybe then we'll get some semblance of of Pete Dunn back from a character standpoint. Mm-hmm. Sure, but who knows? Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. maybe it. You know, with Dewdrop, we had, you know, obviously Eva Marie bring her in. They kind of made some references to her past and her prior name, but at the end of at the end of it, she's like, No, I'm Dewdrop and I'm a this is I'm gonna take ownership of this name now. You know, mm-hmm. it was given to me, but now it's mine. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do something comparable with Pete Dunn, except you know, they're he 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 finds himself in a position where he's like, No, I'm done with Ridge and Seamus. You call me Butch, that's what you called me as a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm Pete Dunn. My name's Pete. Oh man, I, I and, and then he destroys. That would never happen. But I think it'd be great. It'd be awesome if they did that kind of shit. You know, we were hoping the same thing mm-hmm. for Dewdrop, where she'd like you know come to her wit's end, but instead she you know took ownership of the name, and uh, and 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 she, I don't even know where she's been lately. But uh, not on TV. Yeah, but no, it's great. It would be great 
if he did that. But Butch is here to stay. <laughs> but Butch is here to stay. But hey, look, if they can add some character layers to him, some depth to his character, then uh, then I think I think I'll be fine with Butch. Um, I also like I actually really like this because you talked about this a second ago, Sammy with the master strategist thing, right? Didn't see him being able to successfully manipulate Roman Reigns. And he did that, which was great. He gets this long spiel and Roman the entire time just looks like because what happens is RK bro and uh, uh, God, who, who Drew, Yeah. And Drew, that's right. Meet up. Of course, Randy and Drew have that whole feud that they went through, you know, a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah. And so Sammy is observing them. So he sees this and he's like, oh, this is some ammunition I could take back to Roman and try to get maybe some Usos to help me out. So he takes it to Roman and he's buttering him up, you know, uh, uh, sucking up to him as much as he can mm-hmm. and explaining his situation. And he throws in there. They were disrespecting your name. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. And we're all thinking Roman just wanted this guy to shut up and go. Roman yep. takes it all in. Yeah. And he says, Usos, they're disrespecting our name. <laughs> he keep, bought keep, it. He yeah, bought keep, it. Make sure they keep my name out of their mouths, he says. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Um, I, I like that. I was like, oh, shit, Sammy, it worked. That was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. So, it was cool. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, there were little bits and pieces like that. That uh that I liked quite a bit um about mm-hmm. SmackDown this week so yeah all in all I thought it was a pretty decent one there's it was a, a, it, it was a step forward in terms of the the quality of the show it was and I I do kind of wonder if it's like hey we've got this we've got this you know double taping that we have to do let's book out two shows that have you know a start point and end point you know and I wonder if that was led to the, the improvement in quality it could be it could um, be. we it kind could of be. you texted me about this opening bit here that you weren't really into it. And, and and there were aspects that I wasn't into, but all in all, I thought that it wasn't terrible. And it was the contract signing between Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So Adam Pierce is hosting uh, Charlotte, Ronda come to the ring and Pierce notices there's no contract there. Mm-hmm. So Drew Gulak runs it to the ring and Pierce says, Drew is interning become my new assistant. So Drew tells Pierce, Hey, I'm really pumped for this opportunity. In fact, paired special PowerPoint presentation, breaking down the rules for an I quit match. Charlotte tells him to shut up. Or she says, do you want me to make you quit this job too? So then Charlotte gloats for a while about beating Ronda Mania. Uh, Meanwhile, the crowd's chanting, you tapped out. Uh, She's like, no, again, I was fixing my bra. Um, And then she starts going over the rules of an I quit match. That being, there are no rules. You just got to make your opponent say, I quit. And then Ronda says, so at Backlash, you know there's no referee in there to step in or stop me. Uh, Charlotte tells Ronda, yeah, Charlotte tells Ronda, I beat you at Mania. Ronda says, this time there's no ref that's going to save you. So uh, she's going to be spared no humiliation when I make you say, I quit. So Ronda's about to sign the contract. Charlotte already has. Charlotte dumps the table over, produces a kendo stick, takes a couple swings. Ronda, though, takes her down, takes the kendo. She gets a few uh, wax in. And then Drew takes the kendo from her. And he's like, you got to sign this contract. <laughs> yeah. So she hits them with the Piper's pit, is about to lock on the arm bar, but she goes, no, first, contract, please. She gets the pen, puts on the arm bar, and she signs the contract while she's got Drew in the arm bar. Yeah, and he's once again saying, I quit, I quit. Yeah. Um, I thought all the stuff with Drew Gulak added something to this. 
Um, I love that Charlotte hit a kendo stick under the table. Yeah. It's very sort of, I don't know, like a, a Clint Eastwood movie or something like that, you know. Um, I, I, I liked I liked a lot of this. You're, I think your main point, you know, when we were talking about it was Rhonda mumbles. The first thing she said, I could not understand because she mumbled it so much. I know. Um, Charlotte's totally carrying this. And... Well, they've introduced Drew into this. Into he this, helps a lot too. Yeah, he helps a lot. But like, he helps the, a lot. There's not a ton of chemistry between Charlotte and Rhonda, and yeah. uh, and but I did I did like the you know Rhonda putting Drew into a into the submission move while yeah. she's signing the contract signing the deal, and he's like, I quit. That was uh, that was good stuff. I'm curious to see what job he's gonna have uh, exactly next week because I'm sure they're they're gonna have some for him. Um, then we had Xavier Woods versus Butch. Uh, much longer. A really enjoyable match. Finished mostly the same. Uh, Xavier Woods, instead of doing like a springboard tornado DDT, essentially did like a springboard tornado roll-up. Backwards. Backwards, baby. Backwards. And so Butch has another tantrum. He jumps the barricade. He tosses a security guard over the barricade, and then he just leaves through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They lost Butch again. They lost Butch again. Uh, after that, backstage, Ricochet chatting up Aaliyah. She says, man, you've been awesome. You beat Jinder, Sammy, Angel, and Umberto, both Umberto's Garza. What's next? He says, you know what, man? It's an honor to hold the Intercontinental title. He says, some of the greatest ever have held this title, and that's my plan, to be one of the greatest ever. And then Jinder and Shanky step in, and Jinder calls Ricochet an all-time fluke. says, if you're a fighting champion, then defend the title. And Ricochet says, man, I'll take you on any time. And Shanky steps in and says, take on me. And Ricochet accepts his challenge. Oh, Shanky's got the greatest face, dude. And Jinder <laughs> looks at Shanky like, what are you doing? You're kind of overstepping your bounds here. Yeah, I know. I know. But like, uh, I, Jinder's like, I was going to challenge for a match, not you. Yeah, he's like, come on. That was my stuff. That was my bit. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be good. I, I like Jinder, man. I think he's so – I don't know what it is about him. He just looks like he's always having fun, you know? It, it does. It does look like that. Uh, next, we got uh, Marcel Bartel, Ludwig Kaiser introducing Gunther, Walter. So Walter takes on Teddy Goods. And early on, they were like saying how tall Walter was. And then Pat says, it looks like Teddy has six foot four of poop in his pants right now having to take on Gunther. He said it so he said it so like under his breath, too. I know. Oh, it looks like Teddy has six feet, four inches of poop in his pants right now. By the way, <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, <laughs> not speaking of that, Inside the Ropes has rated us here in our Twitch oh, chat. What's so up, much. Inside thank the you, Ropes? You. you came in, in a very interesting conversation about Pat McAfee talking about people pooping their pants. Pooping their pants. Anyways, uh, Walter gets win here with Powerbomb full body pin. Uh, he was chopping the heck out of Teddy Goods, his opponent. Oh, man. He was annihilating him. Yeah, it he was, was good stuff. Of course, he wins with a powerbomb and oh, does yeah. that awesome stack where he just gets oh, all up Full into body. his business. Full yeah. body. Yeah. Uh, then we had RK Bro backstage. Riddle's talking about what kind of cool RKO he's going to hit on Jay tonight. Um, and he says, uh, I love coming to SmackDown because I get to see Budge from the blue brand. This brings in Drew McIntyre. Riddle says, hey, I know things have been weird between you, Drew, and Randy. But, you know, it's time for a fresh start. So I signed us up, Randy, to be Lumberjacks for Drew's match. And Drew just says, hey, I saw it happen last week. Anyone who stands at the bloodline is good in my book. And Orton says, hey, Drew, we're good. And then he walks off and Riddle follows. Drew leaves as well. And that's we see Sammy emerge from, I don't know, like a road case or something mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after the, We talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show. So this we had a, a little video package from Xia Lee. 
saying, uh, I was the protector. It's like, remember all those cool animated comic books they did about me and my origin story? And they just, spent a ton of money on those. And how embedded, you know, the, 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 the thing is where I protect people. Like, that was a core part of my character. Eh, nobody around here is worthy of my protection. I'm just going to protect myself. The, the complete is, antithesis of, like, the her argument. They didn't even get, give that whole thing a, a fair shot. No, she no, was on she TV protected twice. one person. She protected one person. Yeah. Yeah. And she's on TV twice, and that was it. Yeah. Those lightning effects were cool as shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Vince looked at the lightning effects like, oh, yeah, that should be a villain. Let's get those. That should be your finish. Like, you know who had lightning? Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I've been reading the expanded universe. What? It's not canon anymore. Ugh, it's wasting my time. Uh, after that, we had Riddle versus Jay Uso. Uh, another, this is not looking good for RK Bro in their hopes to unify the titles because this is two Usos now that Riddle has beat. Yeah, I know. I think it'd be more interesting, though, if RK Bro did win this match to unify the titles at first. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Because then, boy, they're going to have a target on them, from yep. uh, especially from Roman. But yep. uh, but yeah, no, all these wins over the Usos, how likely do you think that's going to happen? Uh, well, we still have two more SmackDowns, two more SmackDowns, yeah. two more Raws before uh, Backlash. So a lot can change in two weeks, Steve. Well, you know what's happening tonight on Raw, of course. Here's a little preview for our Raw preview. Oh, so okay. it's a preview for the raw preview. Preview for the preview. We're celebrating 20 years of Randy Orton. Orton. Fresh face, Randy Orton. Yep. Uh, anyways, I like this note here that you have. You says, haha, somebody in the crowd has a goofy fat head, really? Yeah, it was a giant goofy fat head in the crowd. I thought That's I awesome. That's great, man. Boy, I wish I was, my hat's not here. It's in the closet. I got to get that back. So anyways, this is a really fun match. Um, in the end, yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle, sorry, Riddle gets the roll-up win on Jay. Mm-hmm. Backwards after, yeah, after uh, he got his knees up during an Uso Jay Uso splash. Fun match. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. It was this good time. Stuff. Randy Orton prevent he he stopped himself from getting into the ring before the actual pin attempt. Yeah, before the, yeah, the no, count happened. But he was he was no less enthusiastic though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe slightly less because as you mentioned, he didn't get in the ring. So, anyways, we had a Sasha Naomi interview next. Uh, Naomi says, hey, we're just getting started. Um, she says, uh, I knew what we were capable of together. And when we were given the opportunity, we backed it up. And that's why we're dominating the tag division and glowing while we're doing it. So Sasha says, the trailblazers and history makers, they're more than just a tag team. They're a sisterhood. Naomi has had my back since day one, and I'll always have her back. So they flow so good together in and out of the ring. That's why they have no competition. Naomi says, I sent Carmella packing on her honeymoon. Uh, Rhea and Liv self or destruct self destructed. Doesn't matter who's coming after the titles next. And then she's interrupted by Natalia's music. So Natalia and Shayna walk to the ring. And Natalia says, Oh, you forgot about the two women that you didn't beat for the tag titles. And Sasha says, Oh, no, we didn't forget about you. Um, I remember uh, you watching us while we won. Mm-hmm. And Natalia says, oh, I'm a three time Guinness World Record holder. I'm the root of greatness here at WWE. And Naomi asks, what are your records for? For posting the worst dances or being obsessed with cats? Oof. You got a lot of cats. Got a lot of cats. Shana says uh, they're going to stretch and snap every bone in their bodies and take the women's titles, tag titles from them. And then the fun is over. So you're looking at the next woman's tag champs. She shoves Sasha. And then Naomi's like, hey, try and come and take these titles. So yeah. that would seem to be the next title feud. Yeah. Yeah. 
W for Sasha and Naomi. Another one, yeah. We had Madcap Moss warming up backstage. Corbin shows up. He says, uh, I'm happy you got a victory last week. He says, all my mentoring paid off. He says, I think it's time, man. You made your point. I'm willing to be the bigger man. I'm willing to forgive you. And Moss says, you know what? We did share some good laughs, but that ship has sailed. Uh, before we had a Madcap Moss versus Angel match, we had a Raquel Rodriguez video package. Moss wins this match against Angel also with the punchline. Moss is a lot of fun to watch in that ring, man. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Uh, after the match, of course, Corbin hits the ring, attacks Moss, hits end of days, and then he just steals the Andre trophy. I mean, yeah. it does have his name on it. It is the most prominent first name on there. Yeah. Well, second. 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 Cesaro was first. That's right. Yeah. Well, he's Claudio Cameraman's not in the company anymore, so they probably put Baron. Put some tape over it or something. Exactly. Tape. So uh, Baron's for Okay, you can put it that way. Um, and after that, we see a quick shot of Sami Zayn walking up to Roman's locker room. Go to commercial. We come back. We're inside Roman's locker room now. Yeah. And Jay was talking about why he lost to Riddle. He says, it won't happen again. Then Heyman comes in and he says, said I slipped. He said, yeah, I slipped. So uh, Heyman says, hey, we have guests. And walks Sami Zayn. He says, I acknowledge you, huge fan. The stuff you've been doing with with Superman punching, it's great. No dispute. Roman, head of the table. People forget that along with being the master strategist, I'm also a locker room leader. He says, Roman, you got your own locker room here, but I hear and see everything that goes on out there. He said, earlier, I saw Drew getting chummy with RK Bro, and now uh, RK Bro are going to be lumberjacks in my match tonight. He said, I'd never snitch. But I did hear them say some, say something disrespectful about your family. So he says, I got a repo- uh, proposal. My reputation has taken a hit, and people think I'm afraid of Drew, which I'm not. I need to beat Drew tonight to get my credibility back. So if there was some way that maybe I can get some help with that, I'd be more than happy to help out in return. I could be a very valuable ally. I acknowledge you, Roman. But I need, I need you to recognize me because I acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. And so he leaves. And Roman just gets mad. He says, there are people on this show, on my show, running their mouths about me. He says to the Usos, make sure they take my name out of their mouths. Yeah, yeah. So that plays out in that match. But first up, we had another one of those Lacey. This is part three of the Lacey Evans story. Uh, More of her sad uh, growing up stuff. Uh, And then we had Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn in a lumberjack match. Much to Sammy's delight. In fact, after all the lumberjacks had lined up and and, and circled the ring, the Usos music hits. They come to ringside. Sammy was very happy about that. Immediately, though, he tries to escape. Um, Once in Nakamura, dumping back into the ring. So wait, is that Roman versus Nakamura thing? Is that just not? I don't know if that's happening. Yeah, it doesn't really seem. I don't know who Roman's opponent's going to be at a backlash. He's going to have a match. You think he's going to have a match, yeah. You Unless think he has both They champions. might do the title unification. Might be his proxy match, you know. Man, I'd be totally cool with that. I'd be. That'd be awesome, you know. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah. Sammy just keeps on trying to get out. And uh, people just keep on putting him back in. At one point, uh, Sammy rolls out of the ring at the feet of RK Bro. Usos come over, super kick Orton and Riddle. Drive Riddle in the ring post. They leave. Mm-hmm. And then we get a whole brawl between the good guys and the bad guys. Amongst all the lumberjacks, uh, at a certain point, uh, let's see here. Drew ends up. That's right. Drew ends up taking out all the lumberjacks with a tope, and Sammy takes that opportunity to run away into the crowd. 
He goes way deep up into the crowd. And then Pierce comes out and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Next week, there's going to be no running for Sammy because you're going to go one-on-one again with Drew, but this time in a steel cage. The thing is, Sammy's really good at escaping stuff, Larson. <laughs> and the whole point of a steel cage is to escape it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I have not looked at the, at the spoilers. Probably Nor a win for Drew, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, after that announcement, Jinder hits the ring to attack Drew, and then Shanky joins in, and then Jinder's looking for a coloss. Drew fights out, uh, hits some headbutts on Jinder and Shanky, and then hits a, a Claymore on Jinder to close the show. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's your SmackDown. Let's talk about Raw tonight, and then we'll answer yeah. a couple of your questions. First up, like I said earlier, Randy Orton's going to be honored in a 20th anniversary celebration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, Becky Lynch returns to Raw for the first time since WrestleMania. Uh, also, Bianca Belair looks to retain her Raw women's title against the deceptive, their words, not mine, Sonya Deville. And then uh, Bobby Lashley is going to meet Amos in an arm wrestling match. That'll either be very entertaining or very boring. I don't know which one. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to be either. Yeah. Uh, let's answer a couple of questions here, man. We yeah. got a question thread up here on the Twitter at Real Going In Raw. Every Monday, we put up a new questions thread. Let's take a look here. First up, given that it is Triple Mania week, we're going to uh, get a question here from Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. Says, if Hogan and Andre personified the golden era and Taker versus Mankind and Hell in a Cell personified the Attitude Era, which mm-hmm. match personified the new generation era, the mm-hmm. ruthless aggression era, the modern era, and this current era? So the, the 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 previous era to this one, I would probably say either Taker Brock at Mania or Punk versus Cena uh, at Money in the Bank. I'll say this for the new generation era because they never quite seem completely committed to it 100%. Uh, uh, Hogan, sorry, Brett versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9 and the aftermath with Hogan. That's a great answer because, yeah, they Vince was always looking for ways out of the new, gener- new generation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. I mean, p- probably if you want to go with like the match, it's probably the Iron Man match between Brett and Sean. People yeah, often yeah, look yeah, at totally. that, but I like totally. your answer better. Ruthless aggression. Hmm. Oh, oh. Um, Uh, Angle Brock, maybe? That's what I thought, too. That's what maybe. I thought, too. It's a good match. Brock almost kills himself. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Maggie uh, says, uh, Dad life gets even busier, and you can only pick one segment from AEW to watch. Which talent draws you in the most, or are you picking? Says she says speaking as a fan, not wrestling content creators, of course. Uh, well, you know what, man, my best friend is Adam Cole, so I'm going to go with any segment involving Chugs. You know, you're always going to get a good match, and you always got good promos, and they're always going to feature him prominently. So I'll go with Chugs. Uh, in terms of pure enjoyment, I'm going to say anything with uh, with Adam Page. Okay, good. Love love the match he's been putting on lately. However, part of my heart, no, all my heart loves chips. So right now, this current Dan has a feud with Hook has got me because chips are the focus of this feud. You know, what's great about that, too, is that it's efficient because Hook matches are always very short and his segments are always very short. Exactly. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. Efficiency. Efficiency. 
Patrick Sparks, who hey friendos, B man here, Don Wagner says who should Josh Alexander face in Impact for his first feud? I think his first match is probably going to be against Ishii. Um, as far as his first feud, let's say they don't do Moose immediately. Um, I mean, I could see I could see Macklin as a as a. Well, Macklin could be a thing unless they want to hold off and see if Macklin is worth more. Um, how about he just completely and all of honor no more? Oh, that's good too. It's just him. Ed versus, Edwards. Yeah. Ed Edwards would be the other uh, main guy. Yeah. Uh. Oh wow, Nick Kyle says, "What kind of heat do you expect Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara to get at Triple Mania? You think they're in a triple threat? You think they're going to get that win there?" Oh, yeah. For AEW talents. They're going to get that win. Yeah, but they could also not lose. They're going to get that win, man. Okay. You're probably right. Maybe second most confidence points right there. Wow. That one. Sammy Gavora. Sammy Gavora. And depending how the rest of the tournament matches go, the first two go, I think I know what most confidence points is going to be. Penta versus Ultimo Dragon. Um, yeah, okay. But what about the main event? I'll have a lot of confidence on that one, too. On the Young Bucks? No. Young Bucks are AEW talent. Yeah, I know, but they can lose. <laughs> They're not champions. Anthony says, will we see Walter versus Shinsuke over here in the United States? I hope so. That'd be great. Give them 20 minutes. That'd be pretty great. Uh, let's see here. Uh, White Brown, he says, with Becky no longer being champion and Charlotte most likely losing her title to Ronda, who out of Becky and Charlotte has the best chance of winning this year's Money in the Bank? The best chance? I'd probably say Becky, but I'd be surprised if either of them won it. Could you imagine if Becky had that money in the bank? She cashes on it, cashes in on Bianca at SummerSlam. <sighs> Do that again. Ooh, that dude like a two-year feud. Oh my Heat. gosh. Greg Morris, what should be the prize for the Owen tournament? Just get a title shot. Yeah, title shot. TNT title. title. Get a couple of slammies. There you go. Yeah, there's a dog. Here, do the uh, next one because I got to put her out. That sounds fair. Jack Nesmith uh, with Money of the Bank coming up in the near future. Who would be your selections for men's and women's Money of the Bank winners? Uh, have Bailey come back and win the women's Money of the Bank. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then on the men's side of things, uh, have Riddle win Money of the Bank. Who are your men's and women's uh, Money of the Bank winners? As of right now, Becky, <laughs> you're into that idea. I like the idea because I, I have no idea, and it's like only less than two months away. Um, yeah, I just said Bailey. Have Bailey come back and win. That'd be great. I would love that. Um, man, I don't know, dude. Uh, yeah, Becky's a great answer. Um, as far as the dudes, I just said Riddle. Yeah, Riddle's a good answer. Oh, Cody. Cody. Oh, yeah, Cody. Uh, God, uh, NJWP says, will AEW's roster problem sort itself out when they figure out what they're doing with Ring of Honor? It'll definitely help. Yeah, I mean, it'll relieve some pressure, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We've already sort of mentioned that. Uh, Soundwave says, where do you see John? John Johnny Gargano going once he's ready to wrestle again. Wherever he wants to go. New Japan strong. Mm-hmm. That's where I'd actually like to see him the most, I think. 
is new. I think there's just too many of him of him in AEW. Mm-hmm. You need to spread that wealth out a little bit. Put him in New Japan Strong. There's a wider variety of opponents there. And then he can go over to New Japan proper and do a bunch of cool stuff there if he wants to. That but then he's me. a family guy. I don't know if he wants to spend that yeah, much time away he, from the yeah, family. Yeah, I mean, he's taking all this time off just right now just to, to be a dad, so I don't know if you want to be away. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston. Oh, we kind of talked about this already. It's been reported that Vince wants some more heel turns. Who else do you want to see turn heel? We already kind of did that. I should write uh, the question before JB here says, with Theory getting a push that's backed by Vince. So there was a report, I think, on Fightful Select. That uh, and we can talk about it in the intro because it just dropped today. We like to give them some some breathing room there, uh-huh. um, but we can talk about it now that we're two hours deep into the show. Um, so apparently, Theory is going to get a big push. Vince sees him as like the next Cena, mm-hmm. and I think he's got all the I think he's got all the tools for it. He's he's not the natural promo that Cena was. Mm-hmm. I think Theory might be a little bit more along the lines of like a Randy Orton, but who, also like John Cena when he first came up wasn't the Cena that the promo that John Cena was either, you know, that came with the change of character, you know, it totally did come with a change of character. But like, even when you look back at some of his promos in OVW, he was very assured on the mic. Like he was very confident on the mic theories getting there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the question is, do you see a prime match with him and John Cena at either SummerSlam or WrestleMania? Cena hasn't really ruled out like coming back. Um, I could, I, I wouldn't it's rule possible. it out. I wouldn't it's rule possible. it out. Depends yeah. what uh, his his schedule's like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Blue here asks, which wrestlers should have their own fast food chain? Um. Hmm. Oh, it should be Hook. Chips, okay. variety of chips. Okay. You can have other things with it, but chips. Yeah, can it get like a grilled cheese or something with it? Yeah, but chips are really the focus. Okay. 100 different flavors of chips. That's good. I'd like Bray Wyatt to open up a horror-themed restaurant. All right. That could be fun. Do those? Is there one of those? You know, there was the Marvel-themed I mean, restaurant. Did I'm sure there is somewhere. Wouldn't that be cool? I don't know. I don't know if I'm trying to eat like a meal or something and there's all sorts of gory type stuff. They don't don't have like a cafe at the death museum. That's going to probably, you know, like put a damper on my appetite. You're probably right. That's probably why if there is, uh, I probably haven't heard about it. I don't think your brain is supposed to process that kind of stuff, you know? Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Anyways, that's going to do it for us on that conversation. That's going to do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 